Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. And it's the greatest hour of the week. That's the Tony's Take Hour. I am Sean, and joined with me, we've got Off-Road Andy. The Tony's Take Hour? <laughs> it usually sometimes We're going to go three hours today. Oh, well, that's simply not true, no, but not, okay, that's not. Andy. Say, usually, <clears throat> Tony, say hi. In total, though, we end up going probably about an hour, two hours, about an hour each show. Yeah, but each show, so exactly. Yeah, so it's and there's going to be two Tony's Take What's Hours. We've got on? some... Microphone difficulties, it's fine. Andy, fix your mic. No, and no, this is honestly it, it can't be fixed. <laughs> no, it can. You can just unhinge the well, the wire there. And fixed. Oh Simple yeah. adjustment. I didn't have my full vision. <laughs> While Andy is losing his vision because he's drinking Kirkland to, lights over there. Crazy to think he's supposed to be the smartest in this room, too. Let's do a little more a intro. Solver. This is Tony's Take Podcast, like I said, and this is our sports podcast, and this is episode seventy four. Can you dig it? I think we can. 74. 74. Tony, you say 74. 74. There he is. And let's just dive right on in, huh? Let's uh, let's get some sports talked. Yeah, let's talk. Let's start with some good news. You know, yeah. guys getting paid. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm oh, talking that's about. that's right, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr., maybe maybe the most talented wide receiver in the NFL. I would agree with that, talent-wise. Not the best, but he, he's, most he's been wanting He's been wanting a new deal. A lot of these uh, young guys, I can't blame them. They want a new deal before they get you know, horribly injured and and and, and, and I do get that because they're like saying, "Hey, if I'm that good, people got to know their worth." They're like, "Hey, you want me on the field? I want my money because it's true." Especially in football, he got hurt last year, so he's probably thinking, "Like, what the fuck, dude? If yeah. I, something like that happens again, it's like I could be out for what I'm, you know, never get what I'm actually worth." Once yeah. that new so deal, I, like FDR, exactly. Yeah, Aaron Donald's uh, also holding out for that new deal. I don't know if he's gonna. Mac is too, right? Still. Yeah, these guys uh, big time defenders. The defenders, I think, too, they just don't get paid the way the guys on offense get paid. Yeah, and just I not think the, there's the like that's why they try to maybe hold it out even a little more. Well, you just got to think Beckham's got to sell way more jerseys than Aaron Donald does. But uh, he's getting a five-year, ninety-five million dollar contract, sixty-five guaranteed. So that's the highest-paid wide receiver in history. He's surpassed Antonio Brown's uh, average salary. So that's good for him. I think I think it's worth it. I think he's when he's on the field, he's clearly one of the most productive players. So, I'm fine with him getting paid. Andy will sign that check. Yeah. Well, no. The New York Giants have the money. I do not have the money. Not yet. But in some other uh, sadder wide receiver news, Jacksonville's number one receiver. Oh, yeah, that's a bummer. Local guy, Mark Easley. Out that's, for the season. That's why we hate the preseason and the practicing. Yeah. It's a bummer when they don't even get – I just feel bad for those guys when that happens because it's like you wait. Cause football, there's such a long break. You know, it ends in – I mean, if you don't make the playoffs, your season ends in January. And uh, sometimes even just the very end of – literally the last day of December, like this past year, I think Sunday was uh, the 31st. Might have been, yeah. So sometimes your season ends in December, January, and you have to wait all the way until – September for the actual season to start again and so you're waiting not eight nine months and for these guys that it's a bummer when you get hurt and then it's like you got to wait another year so it's uh it's a bummer for him hopefully you know he's hopefully he comes back strong good thing for him is he's still a pretty young receiver he's got to be in his yeah he just got paid I believe this yeah so that's ultimately I'm sure that's so what we care about it, it's it's hard for the Jaguars because they they want to have a repeat season and they they let their well, they've lost two, everybody they let their top two receivers go in the offseason 
re-signed Lee, and now they're down to some, like, nobodies. Um, but also the big thing is they blamed it the hit on, like, the new the new tackling rule, the no, like, leading with your helmet. And there's a lot of controversy with that, that they – the NFL clarified the rule for this past week. But then you still see, like, guys don't – they don't know what to do, but – it's just it's 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 really hard to figure out like like the NFL is trying to do right, but then they say like oh well players will now hit differently, which will cause like lower leg injury and stuff like this. They're they're gonna get hurt so, regardless. It's so, yeah. football. I mean I saw um, the Browns one of their first round picks Denzel Ward that he he got hurt making a tackle, and the defensive coordinator is just like what well, was a shitty tackle like he <laughs> needs to learn. So that's that's on, on him. So yeah. So I don't know. Have you seen any of these uh, these flags for these this new rule here? Not really. All the, I haven't really sat down and paid attention and watched a fan uh, fantasy uh, a preseason football game. I uh, have uh, basically it's been more so being out whether I'm at a restaurant or bar or something and it's on and so I'm paying attention but not like you know really focusing because you yeah. know other stuff's going on and whatnot yeah i think in the preseason we see even with like the refs things things look different but then when we get to week one everything's going to seem the same yeah the same. it'll um, i did see one pretty good hit yesterday though that made me remember the good times the just nice good hard-hitting football that doesn't get flagged there was a it was the bengals bills game and it was like the third quarter maybe even the fourth so it was later, later guys, like backup guys, and it was a good, it was a clean hit though. He nothing, nothing dirty, just the way it's supposed to be done, and lifted him, hit him, and he was full off the ground, and just it was a nice hit. It was good. That's what gets people excited when they're watching the game. Reminds me of those days when yeah. Ryan Clark would just murder people out there. You know, I like just good catches and good, you know, quarterback play. I don't need to see the hits. Oh, the hits are good. The hits are always what used to get me going. Yeah. Like when you'd see, I think one of my favorites ever was when Reggie Bush first came in the league. It was that Monday night game against the Eagles, and they floated one to him, and he got it and just got drilled. Yeah. Because Reggie Bush was one of those guys too early on that just came into the league with a target on him. You know, Heisman winner, yeah. flashy, fast, all this stuff. Uh, I don't know how much longer it was that he started dating Kim Kardashian. So I mean, he was. I remember that? Wow. Yeah. So he was a flashy guy with the target, and I know he had big hype, and he got introduced to the league. Very quickly. Yeah. And I think some of these guys try to make their name as hitters. Yeah. I know uh, I saw a story. One of the guys who got flagged already, um, it was like a $25,000 fine. And they said undrafted uh, guys, like just on the, you know, the, what do you call it, the preseason roster, if they don't have like a real contract, they make like 5000 a week. So he actually got fined more than he <laughs> is going to make if he doesn't make the team. That sucks. So it's like he doesn't – well, he won't have to pay the full fine if that's the case. But still, you think of that about that. Like even if he loses half of the money that he was supposed to make, like that's shitty for one play. Yeah, that is that is a bummer. Uh, that's what's always funny when you really think about it where it's like when these guys do get fined like ten grand, it's like – it doesn't seem like a lot because we know these guys are making a lot. But it's like ten grand still ten yeah. grand. I mean ten grand – so your job is like, hey, we're taking, <laughs> yeah. you screwed up, we're taking money from you. So yeah, we're getting we're getting closer to that uh that, that start. Yeah, it's we're, uh, uh, 12 a week days? from this Thursday. Yeah, when we I told everybody out there and I stand by it. Ten days. Yeah, a week from this Thursday, I stand by it. It's Falcons at uh Eagles. That line, I'm actually gonna take a gander right now to see exactly what it's at. 
but it should uh it was four last I saw and it is uh went down to three and a half. I told you. Yeah. It's so going down. Out. People are getting smart. And that's what I'm saying. Like I said this a week or two ago. I when I saw that it was four, I said, Hey, if you're gonna bet on that game, bet on the Fal if you're gonna bet on the Falcons, do it now because I really do think that it's gonna go down even more. I mean, I think people are starting to figure out, hey, that uh Atlanta is uh they're going to be decent. They're going to get some revenge. But I think also once you see some preseason games, that's the other risk about betting on that is because what if, you know, someone important gets hurt in a preseason game, even though, like, the big teams like that with the big star players usually don't risk it too much. I know the Steelers mm-hmm. hardly ever play their main guys in preseason. It's just some teams just don't want to risk it at all. So, But anyway, that'll be a – regardless, that's going to be a hell of a game. You know, it's gonna. That's definitely gonna be a good opener. The fans are gonna be pumped up there seeing uh, the Eagles get their rings, and the Falcons are gonna want to ruin the party. And I think there's a good chance they do ruin that party. Yeah, I still stand by it. I think that day. I think the play is definitely take the Falcons getting three and a half. And if you can buy it up to four, definitely do it. It's another good number. And also, like they say, sprinkle a little on the money line. Take the Falcons straight up. Yeah, you're why almost, not? When you're almost getting close. two to one odds because, in my opinion, I've always said like when a team's getting like three, four points, if you think they can cover that, then why not just think they can win? Yeah. So always do both. Always. Always do both, not just one. Yeah. Depends, I guess. Depends how. Right. How uh, much you're will- wanting to gamble at that moment. You feeling lucky? Then do it. If not, just take the points. Be if safe. Li- if you're listening here, you should always be feeling lucky. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I do want to talk some some more football, but it's going to be the meat of the show. Do you want to save that for later, or what do you think? We could save it for later. All right. Get the Get other. Some like little little things. Is that a pun for what? little league baseball? <laughs> oh, that's not. Is that that's about <laughs> Korea or whatever? <laughs> Yeah, I'm actually – let me – just really briefly, I want to say – talk about that really quick. Obviously, I don't think we have a big following of Little League Baseball, but really quickly, it was uh, championships back in the United States as Hawaii shut out South Korea yesterday, I believe, right? Did they shut them out? I think it was I'm just saying that. I I yeah, okay, 3-0. Now, what I found very interesting was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, our producer joking – he was out in Houston and sent me a text saying, can you bet on Little League Baseball? And I just laughed at him saying, no, these are – 11, 12, 13-year-olds, of course you can't bet on it. And then I said, but if you could, I definitely would. Well, Sunday came along, and I was looking through some lines, and sure enough, I found the option for Little League Baseball. So I clicked it, and sure enough, you were allowed to bet on the South Korea-Hawaii championship game. Hawaii was getting two and a half runs. On the money line, they were plus, like, 220, which means, you know, bet $100 to profit 220. And, uh... The over-under in that game was seven. So, I honestly, I talked about it, about taking Hawaii because of that value. They hadn't lost a game yet. They were playing well. I was figuring, hey, they could beat South Korea. And I and at that value, why not? But I did not have the balls to do it. I did not end up taking anything that game. And uh, it was a mistake. And it's unfortunate because the fact to be able to dip that low to bet on 12-year-olds yeah. is right up my alley. But, but, I mean, uh, it, you're betting on – you're also on uh, – there's some international play, so it's fair. Once once you go outside the country, yeah, I think yeah, it's Yeah, there's no rules fair. out yeah. there. Hawaii is an island, too. I feel yeah, like it's, it's probably barely no rules out. It's, it is barely America. So. 
But anyway, I, mean, who really I just wanted to point? jump to that really quick. But yeah, but, congratulations, uh, Hawaii. You're still yeah, part of America. So. That is, yep. Yeah, you were the last yeah. state, and apparently, and now if I'm not mistaken, they won it like three times over the last like ten years too, yeah. quietly or something like that. Another so. thing I didn't know because I was looking at the previous champions was back in like 2011 or something. Huntington Beach won it. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. That's so good. Pretty funny. Local. Yeah. Any local of those guys ever make it to? Uh, I don't know. I didn't look up their team. Because that would be that was. Those guys yeah, would be those like guys would definitely be in the pros now, seven something. years ago. So they'd be nineteen twenty. So maybe coming up then yeah. at least. Some good so maybe I bet I bet at least some. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to talk about uh, a retirement. Oh yes, I forgot. This could right. even uh, Sh- even Sean will have something to oh, contribute to this. Be here. I yes, absolutely. He's I still will. holding a candle. He's been <laughs> holding it. Yeah. For the last ten hours. Uh, Eleven minutes. The Argentinian legend. Manu Ginobili has decided he's not going to play another year. He is he is done after I think over he played over 20 years combined in in the pros. Um, I think like 15 with the Spurs, won multiple titles. He won a gold medal. Just one one of the the great overall careers out there. Just and he basically he he was the uh, the proto James Harden. He taught James Harden on how to. Uh, kind of play basketball and James Harden just uh figured out how to do it a little bit better but yeah just takes nothing away from how great Manu was I did not know he was 41 years old yeah he was been out there a long time I still remember his rookie year it's like oh this guy came out of nowhere second round pick helped the Spurs win a title he had a little more hair back then too yeah, I believe they beat the Nets that year oh that first game yeah his salary in 2017 was two and a half million bucks yeah, I think he just kept – he liked to play. It was – yeah, he, he made him enough money. He water skied behind multiple boats. Yeah. I think I think that's good for him, though, to hang it up because I think he realized oh, where the Spurs were going. Kawhi Leonard's gone. Yeah. Is that everyone's uh, gone? Tony Parker Park. had left. Duncan was gone. You know, Popovich had that tragedy happen this past season when his wife passed away, and I think he just realized, you know, maybe this is my time to step down too Maybe because he, maybe he doesn't think Popovich will be there much longer or because maybe, you know, I'm just – he's been coaching a long time. He's getting up there, you know. Just had his wife pass away. I can't imagine life's been easy for him. Yeah. And then you've got all those guys that he basically was raised up with are gone. He's done his – he did his time. I mean, what did he do? Win three championships or something? Three or – I won't say four. Three or four, he yeah. He's there for the four of them. And, uh, you know, here's a little fun fact to let you know. He's a just a, a super mensch, if you will. He got married in 2004. That's it. He didn't get divorced. He's – well, we don't know that. Yeah, we don't know how loyal he's been in those well, 14 years. Uh, according we know to Tony Wikipedia. Parker wasn't. Kobe, yeah, well, Kobe Bryant's been married a while. And, but we do know, I guess, the media. Knock it off. LeBron James has been married a while, too, I think. Whoa. Well, Maybe. I think Ginobili, I think he, he's demonstrated that he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Not yeah. just a good basketball player. Also, I think so. one of the best times was when he hit a bat out of I the was air. I say, I think it's his career highlight. <laughs> yeah. Somehow a there. bat got into the stadium, but... He just hero. no fear. Yeah. yeah. I saw some weird shit, I bet, in Argentina. Yeah, I mean, anyone from America would be afraid. Yeah, no, I know. Fucking right? Iran. Yeah. <laughs> saw it on TV. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that that team had to fall, you know, piece by piece. Yeah, and uh, even their 26- or 27-year-old guy had to leave, too. Pretty sad. Who's yeah. left from those Spurs? Anyone? What Like, what team? I don't know. I guess from their last championship team. Yeah. I don't really know because Danny, Danny Green's, Green's gone, gone too. too. Yeah. 
Well, you guys good. are just that was good. We're, you guys should kiss. Uh, Andy and I are. Dog. Matt Matt Bonner probably still watches the games at home. Yeah. Oh, Andy. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I just remember being like you know third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, hating oh, the shit out of the Spurs. I hated them. My too. God. Andy wouldn't understand because the Clippers yeah. were nine games yeah. a year. Back. Well, I like watching them. I liked watching when the Spurs beat the Lakers and Derek Fisher cried. I the, cried. Andy. I will say, though, those beat. Clipper teams, despite not being good, they were entertaining. Oh, yeah. When you had well, Quentin Richardson and Darius Miles, yeah. Lamar Odom, I watched some of those games. Corey Maggette. Yeah. Corey Maggette. Eric Piakowski. Old Candy, it's like, hey, can't move, he can't shoot, can't score, can't really rebound, but – he blocks but a shot every now and then. Yeah, there's potential <laughs> still. It's like after his fifth year, there's still potential there. Never Talking happened. about Andrew Bynum now. <laughs> Andrew Bynum was a hundred thousand times better than Old Candy ever was. Mm. Yeah, Old Bynum, Candy was Andrew, fun to say. Andrew though. Bynum was more because of injuries, wasn't he? Isn't yeah. that kind of what held him well, back more? Andrew Bynum he, had a couple pretty. Solid he made years. money and then got lazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now Kwame Brown would be a good. Oh, yeah. boy, a yeah, Kwame. Comparison. God, what the hell happened to that guy? Nothing. Made I think the, the saddest career that never was out of recent time was Greg Oden, though. Poor no guy. kidding. I remember, oh, this is the next LeBron. I just like, Jesus Christ, I'm afraid just looking at him. Like, he looks like a beast. Just too big of a guy. Yeah. yeah but it's just crazy because it's just funny now when you see all the memes that are always like, what if, because the Blazers had first pick and then the Sonics had second pick, which is who took Durant. Yeah. So it's always to think, like, what if the Blazers would have taken Durant? How different would history be? <laughs> he would have got hurt, too. You want to say that again? Yeah, are we boring <laughs> you here today, no, Andy? It's just, uh, you got to be a leader here. You're our leader. If you get tired, the fans are going to get tired. I live tired now. <laughs> he lives live tired. I'm homeless, I don't know. Yeah, he's sleeping on a, uh, a, a dining floor, dining room floor. Yeah, I'm not. With a blow-up bed on the dining room you floor. Realize? Well, it's a real bed. It's not blow-up. Oh. It's, it's a mattress. You're going to blow it up on your but. farts. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good, good joke. <laughs> Do you know me at all? I'm not the uh, joke fart guy. Anyway, yeah. what a uh, <laughs> fart guy. So, what else is up in the sports world? Did you want to get to? Do you have anything else, or was it straight to the big stuff? I want to talk uh Kendrys Morales. Oh yeah. The uh, so baseball season's still going. The hunt, the hunt is actually honestly. There's a lot of teams that are totally right out of it, including his his Blue Jays. The American League. We know the five teams going to the playoffs in the American League. I think unless the Mariners, Mariners can make a push, they could make a push. They got Robinson Cano back from suspension. I don't know what that's going to do for him, but it's looking like it's going to be the Astros, the A's, the Red Sox, the Yankees, and the Indians. Not in any particular order, but all five of those teams, honestly, they're scary because the A's are one of those teams that can just. They they just play it's Oakland A's baseball. They find a way to do it. The other four teams are great. But yes, like Andy was saying, there was something uh pretty historic that went on this past week, uh, with a former Angel player, former guy that was around here, but I'll let Andy have the stage with it since he wanted to talk about it. Yeah, a guy who's probably most famous for uh, hitting that walk off home run. And then breaking his like <laughs> leg jumping on the home plate. Yeah, just Died, a, he went great, down a hero. Great highlight. Uh, I believe he won a he won a World Series championship with the Royals that year. I think he was on that team. Yeah, I think that sounds so, familiar. So, yeah, interesting career. But uh, he did something that I think he'll always be remembered for. He hit a home run in seven consecutive games. That is crazy. Yeah, just I'm, I don't think uh, Barry Bonds ever did that. Yeah, and they're playing. They played uh, earlier today and they lost seven zero. So the streak did come to an end. Yeah, sadly. It's but over. uh. 
Still, though, impressive nonetheless. Seven start straight another games. One. Start another one. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it gives the fans in Toronto something to cheer for since yeah. they're not bringing up Vladimir Guerrero Jr. yet. In such a long season, there's always weird things that happen in baseball. Yeah. Like even, oh, yeah. Even with teams that are so far out of it. Oh, yeah. you got to find a way to keep your fans entertained any way you can. And then you also see teams that are out of it. Also, I'm going to toot my own horn for a oh. second here while we're talking baseball. We don't really – we haven't really – like, we're going to – once football season starts, we've said this before, and actually we're going to start it, I think, at the end of this show, is we're going to start giving you more betting picks. You know, betting's legal now. Sports betting's becoming legal. It's, you know, pretty soon you're going to be able to walk into a casino, maybe even a bar, maybe even a sports arena, and – make bets on your team and get cashed out like you would at the horse races or like in Vegas. But, uh, so today I, uh, won a little bit of money on a plus 200 underdog. So bet a hundred dollars to make 200, two to one. And it was the Chicago white Sox in New York. You know, I saw that the white Sox pitcher is not too bad. Rodon or something. Ron Rodon, I think Rodon or whatever. And he was going against Tanaka who's been good, but also has been a little shaky. And uh, the Yankees, you got to factor in everything. The Yankees played last night, a late game in Baltimore, and there's just great value in the White Sox because I looked at the Yankees lineup today, and outside of their first, like, four hitters, I wasn't impressed. You had uh, Stanton batting second, sure. You had Hicks up there, which is good. And then, obviously, the young guys, Andujar and Torres, who were the only ones that actually even made a splash today. The Yankees only scored two runs, and it was a two-run home run by Torres that drove in Andujar. But they had Luke Voigt batting cleanup. He's having a good week. Yeah. And then the bottom of the order, they had, like, their random catcher, their, like, third-string catcher when Sanchez is healthy. Like, here go – here go – I don't even know. Some Japanese dude. Shane Robinson. Uh, the other Torrens guy or whatever. Anyway, regardless, I'm rambling now, but it was not a strong lineup. So I'm telling you, look for that value because the Yankees are a public team. The White Sox suck. And they're at home. They were laying way too big of a price today, and that's when you can jump on those underdogs and make some good money. And in the future, maybe in football, because baseball is every day. We don't do this every day, so it's hard to give you baseball underdogs like that. But football, we'll tell you guys some value picks and whatnot. But uh, just start listening to that part, because we are going to start getting into more of like gambling stuff. And uh, that's what makes things exciting, because who doesn't like to be making extra money? Who doesn't like another source of income? Here, here. Maybe Bill Gates at this point. Okay, well, Bill yeah, Gates is flooded with money. money. Yeah. So Jeff he's, Bezos. He's, he's fine. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to ramble about that really quick. And uh, that's it. But, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good good advice. Got to look at those lineups, especially in baseball. Because they change every day. And you're like, exactly. Oh, and, it, and lineups are a big thing. I mean, baseball is definitely the hardest sport, I think, in my opinion, to bet on just because it's baseball. I mean, at the end of the day, there's a ball coming at you at like 90-something miles an hour. Some days, some pitchers, even good pitchers, don't have their uh, fastball uh, doing what they want it to do, hitting the spots. Sometimes you have an umpire that maybe calls strikes, has a more uh, tighter strike zone, so those pitchers struggle a little bit. Or sometimes you have an umpire that has a big strike zone, so when you get a pitcher like Clayton Kershaw, who's magnificent hitting his spots, you're going to have no chance. You know, If you if an umpire is giving him a big strike zone, good luck. But uh, so anyway, it's just little stuff like that with baseball. It's so tedious. You really have to look at everything. And uh, it's just, you know, and when, if, you're hit, if you've are if got a Kershaw on the mound and the Dodgers are minus 250, and like they've done a few times this year like everyone does, you have one of those games where you just don't can't score any runs. Next thing you know, Kershaw's out of the game. 
and you've got a way overpriced Dodger game, you know, because the whole reason they were that favorite is because of the pitcher. So those yeah. are just little things with baseball that makes it a little difficult. But at the end of the day, man, game gets played. Shit happens. That's why it's gambling. Yeah. But we're here to help you the best we can. <laughs> yeah, just wanted to mention uh, a a team we haven't really talked about. We've been talking about the uh, playoff race a lot. You know, in the NOS, it's crazy. There's three teams uh, vying for the title there. NL East has uh, the two young teams, Braves and Phillies. We've said in the Central, the Cubs and Brewers have been battling. But there's a team that's – they've even surpassed the Brewers now, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, uh, a team that I don't like. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm not even of. sure I like them because, like, they just – they are that pesky team that yeah, just – get in there and – Honestly, it's almost like why not just put money on them because I'm sure they're – Big underdogs still to win it all, but they're just a team that's that's there every year. They're most of the time they're just they're there. Yeah, so they've had a uh, a really good run since the All Star break, and they've uh, got their way into second place in the NL Central. They're like the top wild card team right now. Uh, they swept the Dodgers. Really, uh, they've been impressive. It, it's you look you look up and down the lineup. It's not great, but it's not bad. The pitching staff doesn't have. There's no more, like, Adam Wainwright anymore. But they get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got the good – and it helps with Matt Carpenter, who yeah, has made himself an MVP candidate. Guy. Like, he, the he fact that Four doubles yesterday? Was that yesterday? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. No, uh, Two days Sunday, ago. Sunday. But, yeah, four doubles. Yesterday was Sunday. Wow. I'm, I'm lost, okay, too. Yeah, I was we're like, wait. Day, okay, that's not, right. We're I actually was completely <laughs> forgot that we're doing this on a Monday night. Usually it's Tuesdays. It'll probably go back to Tuesdays in a couple of weeks, but it just gave you a Monday night special. Yeah, that was. So that's my fault. Yeah, yeah, four doubles then yesterday. I could have gone for the record, but. What is the record? I assume five. I don't know. Maybe four is the record. No. Does anyone actually know? I just made that up. <laughs> so I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Someone, we someone we usually do doubles? the show just like straight up. We don't really. We, do, we, we go into the show raw because you know what? We like to give you guys who we are. What was that? Has, Has someone ever hit six doubles in okay. a game? You know what, Andy? Now I have. Now the fans are wondering. Is I'm it, wondering. Anyone so I'm ever gonna, hit five doubles? I'm gonna look it up. All right. While while he looks up, I think I'm gonna. I think we're gonna move off of baseball here. It's a. Uh, it's fun. You should be uh, watching the games uh, pretty soon. You're gonna have the uh, rosters expand. That's always fun to see some young guys out there who uh, might do well for their teams in the in the future. But, Okay, so four doubles in a game, it looks like, is the record, and it's been done by over 40 players. <laughs> All right, no one's ever hit five. So it's basically like the same thing with home runs in a game. The record for most home runs in a game is four, and that has also been done by, like, what, 15 guys or something? It's been done by one 20 guys? Dodgers guy who played in the early 2000s. But the fun yeah, Sean Green. The funny thing about that, too, is it's been done by, like, random guys. Like, no offense, Sean Green kind of random hit four in a game. Well, he hit 40 that year, I think. So okay, well, was, maybe not He was not a good so power hitter back then. You're right. Mike Cameron, though, I think is a little random. I know Mike Cameron did it. He was a good player. But, but yeah, he wasn't not a homer, 40 home runs a game guy. So, yeah, that's a little baseball, a little baseball history. Yeah, we got, there's uh, so much of it. There really is. Who else is uh, excited? Carlos Delgado did it. Josh Hamilton did it. That was his big year. How much coke did he do that? Yeah, well, I mean, probably a lot. Yeah. Uh, what other guys that people would? Willie Mays did it. Mike Schmidt, Sean Green. Oh, 
So the most recent, uh, I don't even, yeah, the most recent was uh, this, pa it happened against the Dodgers. Do you remember who did it last year? He was on the Diamondbacks. Paul Goldschmidt. J.D. Martinez. He hit four doubles. He barely played for the Diamondbacks. Oh, he hit four home runs in the game. Oh, four home runs. Yeah. Two guys did it last year. Wow. J.D. Martinez, and then do you remember the other guy who had a monster day? I want to say he had like six hits maybe that game. No. Scooter Jeanette. Scooter. Well, he's good, yeah. yeah. Gotta love Scooter. <laughs> That's actually what I feel like brought him alive. Like after that game, it was like people were like, wait a minute, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, he's just like random middle infielder Because he was nobody Brewers. on Milwaukee, and yeah. then, yeah, he went to Cincinnati, got a start. But anyway. Like moving on, are we moving on from baseball? Yeah, I wanted to move on to uh, college football. Yeah, actually, right. It started. It did start. There was a few games that uh, there was probably five games or so this past Thursday. Wow, and by Thursday I mean Saturday. Uh, <laughs> Don't pay attention to the days. I, I'm just Put getting excited because there's you. more college football this Thursday and better teams, better games. Guys, get excited. Better pizza. It's Saturday this weekend. You're, you're doing the Papa John's. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saturday this weekend. I couldn't be more. It, wow! I I mean, it's Saturday this. every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's September this weekend. <laughs> Tony golfed a lot today. Yeah, I, golfed eight holes, had a couple beers, but no, it's it is September this weekend, which means football's here. Uh, it started this last Thursday. Wow! Again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> it started this last Saturday, and the two notable games, which honestly weren't even that notable was Wyoming versus New Mexico State and uh, Colorado State versus Hawaii. And I'll talk about both just briefly. Wyoming were uh, four, five and a half point favorites, I think it closed out, on the road. And it's early in the season, so it's hard to even tell like anything. But uh, Wyoming dominated them. I think they ended up winning the game 29-7. to And the total yards was ridiculous. Wyoming outrushed New Mexico State, something along the lines of, 352 to like negative nine or something like absolutely big disparity. And if you, anytime you outrun somebody in a game, 90% of the time, 80%, I feel like that team wins. And if you outrun someone by over 350 yeah, yards, then there wasn't even, they're honestly lucky they lost by more less than uh by only 22 at that point. But uh, the other thing is uh, the other game though, is the one I really want to talk about Colorado state, was hosting Hawaii and Colorado state was 17 point favorites minus 900 on the money line, which means you have to lay $900 just to profit a hundred. But on the other side, Hawaii was about plus 650 on the money line. So a hundred dollars bet on Hawaii nets you 650 bucks. And the reason why it's important this early on in the season is no game has been played yet. So Vegas, no, these lines aren't that sharp yet because you haven't, you don't have any information really on anything. You don't know how guys are playing, especially in college, especially in college. Cause you get new quarterbacks, you know, you don't know, how, like maybe this guy's only, this guy's only played in high school. College is much faster. And, uh, this is why money is to be made because Hawaii at one point in that game was winning. I want to say it was like 30 to seven or something like that. Like they were dominating Colorado State made a comeback like we like most people thought they would, but Hawaii did hold on, and I believe won that game 43-34. to 34. So it just goes to show you that 
especially in football. I mean, last year it was early in the season when UNLV lost that game to uh, who was it that they even lost to? I can't remember. Yeah, but it was like the forty-five. And point it was game. like yeah, they were forty-point favorite. I think. Yeah. That team was like twenty to one on the money line. Like a hundred bucks would have made you two grand. I mean, come on, it's exciting. That's why it's like you know anything can happen. The game has to be played. But uh, that was just the little early stuff I saw in the college football. But uh, a lot more uh, exciting games this weekend, though, because this weekend is really when it like starts up when all the big teams or most of the big teams I think are all going to be in action. Yeah, I think pretty this, much everyone plays. Yeah, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I think even because it's a holiday weekend, I think you'll even find some games on Sunday this week. Usually see a big Monday night game too. I don't know, like on Labor Day. I don't know what that game is. Should look that up. But um, also want to talk about the our local teams here. Um, not as much excitement for them. USC and UCLA. That uh, both of them lost their quarterbacks. Both are uh, were top ten picks. USC has that. Freshman starting from modern day. So, yeah, day. USC has this guy who left after his junior year of high school, wow. even though he was old, so he's normal age, but still. Did he go on a mission or something? What? I don't know. He that went was a to, Mormon reference. Yeah, was a yeah Mormon he's going to, uh, to L.A. to play football. Just keep going. A little track. <laughs> so uh, another another modern day guy after, you know, everyone they've ever had seemed to have gone to uh, modern day. They're so just cranking them out. Really it's quickly, because you were right. They, you said that there's always that big Labor Day game. It is a pretty good one this year. Virginia Tech at Florida State. Yeah. That'll be a – Got a new coach at Florida State. Yeah, that'll be a good game. There's definitely some good uh, good games this week. But uh, definitely excited about that. So we got JT Daniels. That's the quarterback, USC's new quarterback, replacing Sam Darnold from yeah. – for modern day, just a young, young kid beat out the competition, but I don't think anyone's really surprised by that. Well, they said the second person was a sophomore. Yeah, no. like they weren't like great. Didn't have a great future for those guys. Uh, so I think USC is still ranked, but it's not as exciting as uh, last year when you don't have when you're going in with a, a true freshman quarterback. I don't know how uh, much noise they're really gonna make this year, but at least they're ranked, which is more than UCLA can say. Huh. UCLA lost their quarterback, and they don't have a new, hot, young, true freshman to replace them. But they do have Chip. Oh, Chip. Yeah, Chip that'll Kelly. be exciting with UCLA this year, honestly. So that that is really something to watch to see what kind of – what he can do with that team. I think I saw, like, Chip Kelly was, like – I think he said, like, 63-7 and seven or something. Something crazy was in his the, career record. In the Pac-12 or just in general? In general. Like Imagine what it is in the Pac-12. I think he only lost three Pac-12 games or something yeah, the Jesus. entire time in Oregon. So the guys, the guy knows how to coach. He just, but he needs his players. He didn't Some have an people, the NFL just isn't for you. You know, I thought he was fine. I mean, I didn't think he did bad, but it's if you compare his NFL to what he does in college, though. I mean, he college built a team that won a Super Bowl this year. Nah, I guess I didn't true. really build it, but still. Yeah, and I mean, Nick Foles ended up winning that at the end of the day. Okay, let's always remember that. Yeah, that was an Arizona and who Wildcat. Signed him. Was it Chip Kelly? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. And it, honestly, that stuff doesn't surprise me because when he, you get those coaches, a lot of Pac-12 guys. exactly. When you get those coaches that co- that are in a conference and they see these players, they realize they're good. Like I remember, I had a friend of mine whose uh, uncle was the GM at the time of the LA Kings, Dean Lombardi, 
and he was getting a lot of uh, Flyers players. And then she was telling me how back in the a few years back he was actually a scout for the Flyers or something yeah. like that. So he these guys, you know, they see what they like, and they're everybody's every coach, everything is into different stuff into like a certain style of play and if they feel like that gels with their team then why not yeah but yeah, he didn't, never really got a chance in san francisco either coach right. that one year he right. had kaepernick but he didn't really play him it was that was kind of a weird thing so is ucla's quarterback is he uh, a they, running guy though they have not announced who their quarterback okay. is this close to the season they have not announced that's a scary thing like the favorite is uh devin modster who, who who can run a bit he played a little bit last year when rosen was hurt but, like, yeah, not like a – we'll say not a Heisman Trophy candidate, which brings me to our next segment, <laughs> Heisman Trophy candidates. <laughs> so I was just looking because, like, you know, we lost we lost a lot of stars uh, from last year. Uh, Baker Mayfield's gone. Lamar Jackson, the other two quarterbacks we just talked about, Darnold and Josh Rosen. Saquon Barkley's gone. So we got we to gotta fill, fill the ranks here. Uh, one of the one of the favorites is uh, Will Greer from West Virginia. He was a quarterback at Florida, who got suspended from the team and ended up transferring to West Virginia. Just placed one of these, you know, high Western tempo. what? West Virginia. I thought you said Western India. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, they really got rid of them. Sorry. <laughs> Western India University. But no, that is a uh, West Virginia, a Big Twelve school, even though that's all the way on the East Coast, but still. Uh, you know they've played the same kind of offense for for years now. They just they put up a lot of uh, a lot of points, a lot of yards. So he'll have good numbers this year. Uh, another guy, Bryce Love, who finished, I believe he was runner up last year in the Heisman Trophy uh, from Stanford. Really good running back. Stanford just churns these guys out. Um, Stanford's going to be good again, most likely. They're always good. Wisconsin has a good good running back, Jonathan Taylor. So Wisconsin always just has these these running backs to put up uh, huge numbers. This is a as a freshman last year, he uh, rushed for one thousand nine hundred seventy seven yards. That's a shit ton, especially for a freshman. Uh, we got Kelly Bryant at Clemson. Clemson's a uh, one of the one of the favorites this year. Um, didn't put up big numbers last year, but he's a year more experienced. It'll be interesting to watch. We got uh, Jake Fromm played in the national title game last year. Did not win, but still played in it. He's the quarterback of Georgia. He was uh, just a freshman, and uh, he could be due for for a big year here. And then there's going to be all the guys we've never even heard of that'll have big years. You know, who's going to be the next Bryce Love? Someone who no one had him as as the uh, as a top five Heisman finisher and there he was at the end of last season so yeah you these are the guys I'm saying to watch out for now but no things there's always four, there's gonna be yeah there's always somebody that because that's the crazy thing is like when you think back to two years ago or three years ago whenever it was when Lamar Jackson was a freshman and won it nobody I don't even think he was on like any lists yeah and then all of a sudden it's like okay he has a couple good games he still he gets his head poked in there but still and the next thing you know, you're halfway through the season. You're like, holy shit, Louisville's number seven in the country. And Lamar Jackson's just unreal. And it had to go to him, you know? Yeah, because this is based on, you know, people playing in high school. You don't know what kind of competition they played. Yeah. You know, you don't know how the, their game's going to translate and how their coaches are going to be able to get them uh, 
you know, make the most of their talents. But so it'll be exciting to see uh, who who even breaks out like week one. There'll, there'll always be like a really like special performance, even if that guy doesn't have a great season. He'll always have that great game. True. 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 But looking at the uh, the rankings. It's the same as always, isn't it? You checked out the top 25? I've seen some of it. I know, like, the top four seemed pretty much the same. It was, like, uh, obviously Alabama, and then oh, I think Ohio State was in it, Clemson, and Georgia, right? Yeah, and, you got, and then Wisconsin, they have as number four in the AP right now. Okay. So, we're going to see Alabama-Clemson or Alabama-Georgia or Georgia-Clemson. It's all in that one little region, too. So there's going to be a lot of great football, but you know, come January 11th or whenever that is, we'll probably end up seeing those teams. But right now, we don't know who's going to be the quarterback at Alabama. Oh yeah, no, it's between those uh, two guys, huh? Yeah, la- last year the Jalen Hurts, he played the whole year, started the national championship game, and ended up getting pulled in that game. Uh, for I'm going to try to say his name. Tua Tagaloya. Uh, it's probably close enough. But uh, Nick Saban has not announced if that guy who won won the game for him is going to start or not because the other guy there won a bunch of games for him already. It's definitely an interesting situation. I think the guy who won the title needs to get the start. Yeah, I don't see why not. That seems so. a little weird to just like cuz the guy proved to you that Jalen Hurts or was it Hurts? Hurts, right? Yeah. That uh you know, he couldn't win that big game cuz he's Owen he was basically about to be Owen 2 and right cuz he didn't he lo- he lost to Clemson, right? Yeah, the year before. So he lost to Clemson and then you're going to go out and he was if he stays in that game, he loses to Georgia too. There's no doubt about that. If he stays in that game, they lose to Georgia. So he would have been about 0-2 in the championship games, and it's like ultimately aren't you here to win championship games? Because here's the thing, too, with Alabama, and I know a lot of people give them get on their case for this. I mean, let's not take anything away from the SEC. The SEC is always a competitive conference. But a lot of times Alabama puts themselves up against some cupcake teams early in the season or, like, throughout the season sometimes. And they, you know, they're – I can't tell you how many times I've seen Alabama be like a 40-50 point spread against some team no one's ever heard of. So I mean, it's no surprise to me that he can beat those game those teams, but you gotta be able to win the championship in the big stage. Yeah. So like I'm looking at a Alabama schedule right now, they open up at home Saturday against Louisville, which I don't know how Louisville's supposed to be this year, but I imagine that's whatever. Probably but then, okay, but they're not ranked. Then they play Arkansas State the next week, which is what I'm talking about. Arkansas yeah. State. I mean, give me a break. But everyone always plays at least one of those games. I know, but I'm saying they play a few of them because then on the 29th they go and they play Louisiana Lafayette. There you go. So there's another. You're doing those teams a favor. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a good one on the November seventeenth. Citadel. <laughs> they, they're good friends. And they like to. Citadel. I will tell you right now, Alabama will be a fifty-plus point favorite. I think all those games are always sixty to nothing. I don't think Citadel even puts up a point. Yeah, they usually don't. If they do, it's a garbage time touchdown. Yeah. That's probably like a pity touchdown. But anyway. Well, do you want to uh, make some picks? I do, and I know you wanted to talk about some specific ones, but I did a little digging already, and there's already one I'm going to give out on Saturday for the fans. Oh, for Saturday. I, I wanted to pick the uh, make picks for the uh, the Thursday and Friday games. Yeah, we, we can do that. Because 
there's less competition and you're going to end up watching those ones most likely. Yeah, I mean, I'm only going to tell. I'll. That's why I like picking those games. My like, we'll give our picks on that too. But I'm going to just have, pick yeah, one Saturday a, one. You have a deep one. There's yeah, there's one. It's really deep on Saturday, like time wise too. Right. So you're gonna, right. it's gonna be. I like I'm it. I'm excited like to hear. And like I said, also, the thing about the game is I'll give out is that one of the teams has played already, so I kind of have an idea on it, which kind of helps me. But the other team has not played yet, so uh, you know it's early in the season, so it's hard to tell. But just from how history has shown, I'm confident in it early on. So I'll get to that in a minute, though. But we wanted to start with. Uh, some Thursday games. I know there was a couple games Thursday, Friday that stood out to you that you wanted to yeah, just Thursday, make our picks on. Uh, UCF, who hasn't – they haven't lost a game in quite a while. Uh, they're playing UConn, so not a good not a good program. UConn's pretty rough. But keep in mind, UCSF er, – wow, UCF, they lost their coach to Nebraska. Okay. And they also lost a couple guys in the NFL. They're favored by 23.5 points. So what do you like, Andy? So I think early in the season there, I think I like the points there just because even though I think UConn's probably a really bad program. Yeah. Losing your coach is a big thing. That Yeah, just that loss of continuity. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I obviously – I haven't done enough research to know who UConn – I mean, these are a lot of – a lot of these picks are like just kind of – early in the season, it's honestly – even guys like Andy and I who know our football and know our stuff and – whatnot it's it's tough for everybody early in the season unless you've really 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 done your research in the off season uh with UCF I mean like I said I haven't done any research so I don't know who like UConn how UConn's supposed to look this year like if they who they're bringing back UCF I don't even know who they're bringing back like I know they lost that a couple good defensive guys right or at least one of the like the, the guy one with, guy the that guy with no the, hands yeah the nub that is yeah. in the NFL so good for him congrats yeah. to him pretty cool story but uh Offensive guys, like I don't know who they have, who they lost. I'm losing your coach is a big deal because it was a good coach, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that's why he yeah got taken away. But uh, he had a weird story where people like uh, broke into his house in Nebraska. Did you see that thing? Uh, like some teenagers to like steal his stuff. Like not like they were trying to rob him, but they wanted to have like, oh, this is his stuff because they liked him oh, so much. Oh, I get it. Wow, that's, that's weird. Yeah, it's a weird way to show your love. But yeah. uh, uh, but the other thing too with that is like with UCF is. For whoever's coming back on that team, remember UCF felt they got snubbed in not getting to be a playoff team, a yeah, real playoff team. They made themselves like championship. So they yeah, they crowned themselves championships because they went undefeated and I forget who they beat in the final game, but they beat someone pretty good, and they did have yeah, another good win. Was, I would have liked to see them play someone even higher. It was I don't think it was a decent program. I want to say it was like Virginia Tech or something. They might have beat, but it wasn't like a top five team. They uh. They, oh, Auburn. Auburn. They beat Auburn. And I know that was a big deal to people because Auburn had beaten Alabama. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So that's yeah. why people were kind of like, well, wait a minute. So uh, my only thing is I don't know if UCF is going to come out and just play with still a chip on their shoulder saying like, hey, we deserve to be have more respect. And the only way you can get respect is when you play shitty teams like UConn is doing, doing the damage. And I know they have a good defense. I imagine they still have a good defense. And I know UConn's offense is usually trash. So, but like I said, 23 points though is a lot, especially since it's in UConn. You got to think, and losing the coach is a big deal. So I mean that definitely is one that could go either way. But I mean taking the points at home is always 
I'm always on board with that, especially when it's that much. Three touchdowns at home, I'll usually take that any day of the week, especially yeah. in college. Because I feel like UC, UCF would still be happy with a 20-point win. college yeah. is the one thing, too, where I really say home field and home advantage matters a lot because you go to college games, those fans are passionate. They're bringing it for their college team, you know. College fans, are, there's no fans better in all of sports than college sports fans, you know. So it's it's definitely going to be some energy, I imagine, in that stadium. And the fact that it is UCF who had a good year last year, UConn's going to want to come out of the gate hot. So getting the getting that many points at home is always a bet that I like. So, yeah, we'll say uh, take UConn getting 23.5 on Thursday. Make a little money early in, uh, in the middle of the week here. Yeah. So what about uh, Friday? Was there? I know there was a Friday one you liked. Yeah, there's there's a there's a few uh, you know highly ranked teams playing on Friday. We got Michigan State, you got Wisconsin, but the the game I really wanted to look at was uh, San Diego State versus Stanford. San Diego State had a good year last year. So they're they're unranked. Stanford's ranked number thirteen, so they have a Heisman Trophy candidate. Uh, they're favored by fifteen at home. So this is Friday Friday at 6 o'clock. So this is a game. You'll be out at a bar somewhere. You'll see some of that. Or well, having dinner. 6 o'clock is a little early. But it is Friday. Happy well, that's hour. What I mean. A sports establishment there you go. type place. Yeah, okay. I get it. You're going you're right. to watch You're right. You're right. It's yeah. Friday. I yeah, don't know what I'm club, saying. I'm acting like it's Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so I think this one, I think Stanford will control that game. Yeah, I think they'll so run too. all over them. Because once they get a lead, too, they'll just wear them down with love. Yeah, it's and one of those things where the third, the third string running back will end up having 100 yards and three touchdowns or something. Yeah. I think that's just a – while they're probably not a maybe a championship contender, they're, they're a team that will take care of business at yeah. home against an inferior opponent. Yeah, so that's, that's I agree my with that. I, I like Stanford a lot there, too. I think Stanford wins that game by 20. Yeah, so don't be fooled by the fact that San Diego State is decent. They're just not in the same class. Yeah, and and it, I say this every time. The biggest thing in football is the ground game. If you can control the ground game, you've got that other team on their tiptoes because then that's when play actions can happen and you could get big plays downfield. Bryce Love is going to – should run all over him because he wants that Heisman this year. He's going to want to come out the gates hot. He's gonna. He's a senior too, I believe, right? Or is he a junior? I think so. Yeah, he came. So back he's been. He's year. been staying. So he's been playing. He's ready. He could have easily gone into the draft last year. Probably would have been. Possibly would have been a first round pick. But uh, now he's uh, staying here, and I think he's gonna be ready to have a dominant senior season. But uh, the pick I want to give out that I like that I've already seen. It's only Monday, and I was scrolling through these picks, and I found one that I like on Saturday, and it's Saturday night. And uh, it's a very late game on Saturday night. It's an 8 p.m. start because it's in Hawaii. Navy versus Hawaii. I like the over of 62 and a half points. Navy's offense that they all they do is run with the option, but it is impossible to. It, it's hard to stop it, and they've played some good teams and that have trouble stopping it. Hawaii's defense is not good. It wasn't good last year. It's not going to be good again this year. They gave up 34 points to Colorado State, who had a quarterback playing that honestly did not look good at all. Navy's going to wear down their their offense with the ground game. Hawaii's not going to be able to stop it. And then another reason why I like the overs is because Hawaii 
looked pretty impressive on offense against uh, Colorado State. They were able to pass the ball. They were able to move the ball on the ground. You know, they're going to be having confidence coming off this game, knowing they were 17-point underdogs, and they're actually 11.5-point underdogs here again, so they're going to get to come home in front of their crowd. But I just think uh, Navy's going to be able to run the ball all game long on them, and then as the game goes on, it's just going to wear down that defense more and more and more. And the fact that they already had a game this last Saturday means, you know, they're already going to have a second game while Navy's going to be well-rested. But the fact that Hawaii's played a game and their offense looked good, I think their offense is going to continue to put up some good points. And 62.5 sounds like a lot, but honestly, in college, it's not that much. I mean, I don't see just how one of these teams, I think Navy probably will end up scoring in the 40s or at least high 30s. And I think Hawaii has proven like, hey, we can play. So I just don't think their defense is good enough to stop the Navy ground game, the op, the triple option that they like to do. And I don't think Navy's defense is good enough to stop a Hawaii offense that actually looked pretty good in this uh, past weekend. So expect points on that game. You know, it'll be a good, fun game to watch when you're out with your friends this weekend. You know, 8 o'clock start. You know, it'll be a late night. Maybe you're already drunk. Maybe you're at the bars watching it. Maybe you're going to watch that game, throw down some money, and then go out and celebrate your win at yeah. 11.30 at night or so at midnight. Get to the bars in time. You'll be feeling good after that win. You'll be feeling confident. And that'll lead you to want to maybe talk to some people of the opposite sex or maybe the same sex that you find attractive. Yeah. Anything you want to do out there. It's 2018, baby. Yeah. It's going to be one of those 38-34 games where I'm hoping so. you're getting like a last-second touchdown or just a back-and-forth. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I know it scares people sometimes with the Navy because they never have a pass game and they only run, but Navy moves they the ball at will. Big plays. They move the ball at will on the ground game, and it, it really wears defenses down. And then they will get you every now and then with, like, a little pass. But, I mean, don't be scared that Navy will probably throw the ball six times that game. Just – and like I said, Hawaii, it'll force Hawaii to be passing more too and stuff. There's, yeah, Hawaii might run six times. Yeah, expect, like some, expect some points in that game. So, over 62 and a half, and that's one where I think if you're listening to this and you really trust the pony, get on it now because I think by the time that – by the time Saturday comes around, that might go up a few more points. So, down at get it while it's hot. Yeah, if it goes up too much, then you take the under and just... Maybe, yeah. Unless we're really confident this is going to be like 80 points, which I don't know about that much, but I think definitely high 60s, low 70s even. But anyway, that's just my... Uh, we'll, we'll be doing that, especially once uh, football starts up too. We'll give you guys like one or two college picks a week and one or two football picks. Give you guys a total of like three, four, five picks a week for the weekend because we know everybody likes to bet on football. Everybody yeah, does. Football's the one sport that people bet on the most. If the uh, one of the Thursday games intrigue, uh, intrigues us, we'll give you a pick. So yeah, you... I mean, we used to give out, we used to give out the Thursday play all the time on the website, and we used to do like Tony's picks of the week, and we would give out like three football NFL plays and tell you that. So we'll we'll keep track of our stats too. You know, we'll keep track of our college stats and our NFL stats. So, and we'll just see how we end up doing at the end of the year because it's always fun to keep track of that. So. The three we're giving you for this weekend is Thursday, UConn plus 23.5. Friday, Stanford minus 15.5, you said it was, or 14.5? I thought it was 13, 15. Okay, 15. And then uh, Hawaii over uh, over 62.5, I believe it was. So there you guys go. So you got them. So go make some money. Go make this, some this money. This Labor Day weekend and 
maybe you'll have the day off and you can spend it or maybe not that sounded very uh but either way enjoy the college football season that is back enjoy it's beautiful to be back don't worry that alabama will be in the title game again it's going to happen <laughs> just let it happen <laughs> so is that uh all we got for sports i, I think that's well think we're done so there's a lot of sports i yeah, was a lot hate of sports. to do a one last thing but this will be a good thing to go out on I'm referring to a goalie mask from Mr. Alex Lyon. Did you get into that, Andy? Oh, yeah. You did? one. Tony, this is mostly for you, you pony. We're Andy, gonna... take it. Take it away. You're going to need to see it get a close-up here. I'm pulling it up. You know, these, these uh, hockey goalie masks. Oh, oh. oh, I am liking what I'm seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Describe what you're looking at. So, it's uh, what goalie is this, though? Alex Lyon, he's a backup for the Flyers. Flyers, it looks like. So the goalie mask is some pictures of uh, the Sixth Sense, and it even says on the side, I see dead people, and it's got about three photos of, uh, what's his name, Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> and then one photo of Bruce Willis. And then the other side is, what is on the other side there? Like orange blood? I'm off mic, so I don't know. Who, who really knows, but it's yeah. it's beautiful either way. Yeah, no, it's definitely badass. I'm all about the horror stuff, if anyone knows me. I just bought a shirt recently that had some, a picture of Jason, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, and the guy from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Leatherface, playing poker together. Your usual suspects. Yeah, so it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. But that is a cool mask. We also saw last year this guy had a uh, Pennywise one. He certainly And not did. the band. We're talking about the clown. Oh, man. I had a Pennywise one, too, that I actually lost. You lost that shirt? It might be in my trunk. I don't know. I have a <laughs> lot of shirts in my trunk. It could be in the gutter. You don't know, go down maybe. there looking for it. That is a bummer that I lost so that We shirt. wanted to introduce you to your new f- favorite player yeah. here. So, And yeah, I think yeah. that was a good way to go out on it. Yeah, uh, especially with October. Just It's going to be here before you know it, guys. September's this weekend. Just also, skip it. Also, just skip it. Also, Saturday's this weekend. I'd like to not skip yeah. September. There's a cool day oh, in okay. September. Well, indeed. So... You've been listening to Tony's Take Sports Podcast, episode 74. Like I said, this is the best hour of the week until the entertainment one comes along. As always, I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Tony Katz. Yes, yes, we did. And off-road, Andy. Yes, you did have me, and that was great, right? Yes, that yes, was. it was, Andy. That was so great. But see you next time. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and tell your friends and listen to our entertainment podcast. Bye. <laughs>